Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off, 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 off the Record. Yo, what's going on, people? It is the Off The Record podcast, back for another week. I am Lawrence James, and with me we have... Danny James. And Jamie Hartley. And we are in the building. Um, Yeah, we've had a great week. We thought we'd catch you up and give you some um, ideas of what we've been up to. And last night was an event that we put on as Crossfader. I wasn't there. So, boys, if you want to talk about what we did last night. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll start off. Yeah. Uh, myself and Danny, we went down to Pirate Studios in Leeds and we launched our first in-person DJ workshop. So what that entailed is we invited, you know, we reached out to our a database of, of customers, of people that are in the, you know, the, the Crossfader ecosystem, let's say, and say, hey, do you want to come and, you know, take part in a live DJ workshop where we can show you some skills, there's going to be some networking going on. You know, there's loads of opportunities here for people in the local area to get together. You know, we've all got common interest in DJing. And even though people are all at different levels, they're all aiming towards, you know, playing in clubs, taking that that skill set further and obviously taking their career further. So it was absolutely amazing. There's 25 DJs from all over Leeds that came down. They came to learn. They came to talk. They were asking great questions. Um, we basically did some demonstrations and then, We've spoke about Pirate Studios before, but if you're not aware, Pirate Studios is basically like um, practice studios for DJs, for bands and for dancers. And what we did is we took over the dance studio and put a, a DJ set up in there, which was a bigger space where everyone could you know, like stand around and watch and listen to the demonstration that I put on. And then they could break off into all the independent uh, DJ setup rooms, which fit a couple of people in each, and they could practice some of the skills that I demonstrated prior. And we kind of went in and out in that kind of way. Danny was there; he was re- he was helping out. Um, yep. Super integral. Did you enjoy yourself, Danny? I did. Yeah, I was saying to you last night, it was so nice to just see people that are like so early into their you know DJing journey and just how excited did everyone they have all was. Like excitement. And yeah, like... it's like the littlest things just really yeah. got them going. And I was like, it's just nice to see because I remember exactly how it feels to just be so excited by everything that's so new. And yeah, you're just super intrigued by everything. It was great. What kind of music was everyone into? It was good actually because there was there wasn't just like not not everyone was into the same sort of music so it wasn't just like a bunch of house people or dnb and stuff it was really like an eclectic mix of yeah. people who are into everything so it was like you had all sorts of different people there and it was it was just great to see yeah yeah the sick thing about pirate is i know a lot of djs kind of struggle for content maybe you've not got like a big space at home um to film in or you know you're worried that you've your, your controller doesn't look professional or anything like that um you can go down to a pirate studios i know mainly they're in the uk there's a few in the us but to go down to a pirate studios, you've got a full CDJ set up there. You can go and get some content, you know, hire it out for a few hours and you can just get mm. hours and hours of DJ content in there for your own social media. So go online, find, try and find your nearest pirate studios. So there's loads, there's, yeah. there's loads all over the UK. Yeah. There's some in Ireland, there's a couple in Germany and then there's some in the US now as well. So yeah. go check out the website and if you are a new customer, you can get 35% off your first booking with the code CF. 35 
So yeah, if you just put that in at checkout, you can get 35% off um, and get started. It's like, like Lauren said, it's a great place to go practice as well. Mm. And just one last thing is last night, it was so great to actually meet some of our students. I don't know if some of you are listening, but there were some people down there that have taken online courses. And especially after COVID, it has been so nice to actually get face to face with some of these people that learn with us. And, you know, there were such kind people and, you know, sharing such great stories about their journey, you know, starting in lockdown and then, you know, finally things are opening up and they're starting to get their first gigs and it was just so exciting to hear that. So yeah, yeah good energy in the room. Just mm. seeing people's evolution from, I mean, lockdown feels like 10 years ago, doesn't it? But oh, yeah. it's not that long ago. So yeah. seeing people's like evolution come um, full circle is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so speaking of evolution, a few to- of the topics we want to talk about today is kind of, we put so much content together for crossfader and we're always kind of having to pivot and move with the times and what's relevant and with like i say with the evolution of social media there's this kind of um is is it better to post long form or short form videos we've seen like, obviously the, the rise of tiktok instagram reels now youtube shorts they're pushing kind of short form media so mm. the way that djs make content now has to change and we are constantly doing that and we're kind of in the situation now where is it even worth making these long pieces of content of like 20 minutes, uh, 30 minutes? Because, you know, we've put out tutorials online, haven't we, over the last you know, kind of six months yeah. of like 60 seconds that are, you know, getting views of hundreds of hundreds of thousands. Mm. And then, you know, there's 30 minute pieces of content out there that, you know, take long time and, and things like that. So it's kind of, you know, where do you kind of, you guys kind of see it going and is it, do you have to still kill two birds with one stone? Like, how do you how do you see it moving? Do you know, I I, I think it's really interesting yeah. that just just to paint a picture that mm. ten years ago or whatever, when we were trying to get gigs or yeah. starting out, it was like you know you had to make an hour long mix, and that was like the standard. It's right. like you make an hour long mix and upload it to to SoundCloud, and maybe YouTube or any of these other social medias weren't even on the radar. Like nobody yeah. was making videos back then, and it's just crazy to see how far it's come. Yeah, yeah. I suppose if you were to, you know, like. You said in one of the uh, other podcasts a few weeks ago that, you know, there's no downside really to making yeah. less for more reach, you yeah. know? So it's like, it's, it's great to be able to just, like when we've come down to the studio here and we filmed like however many crazy amounts of TikToks or reels within yeah. like space of a few minutes and it's, yeah, it's about, them out, it's about being efficient. It's yeah. like, you can still tick both boxes. Um, yeah. It's just about, I've always said, you know, if you're, if you want to do a, a, an hour mix, yeah. you know, make use that hour efficiently and get, you know, that 60 one minute clips mm. out of that. Yeah. Um, so don't film an hour mix and then go back yeah. to try and film some more one minute clips and just, just kind of use your time effectively. And then also, you know, just remember that the, the 60 second short form stuff you are making can go, does go really far um, in terms of you can, now put it as a TikTok and a reel and a YouTube short. Um, and it doesn't take any more time. It's just about kind of learning how each yeah. platform works, um, all the algorithms and things like that, and then sharing it. Um, but I think just, yeah, being more efficient with your time, would you say is probably the best way to yeah, create I, batch I, content? I, I, definitely batching it is yeah. a, is a big thing is thinking about how you can use okay i've got a day and it's like mm. what you know if i'm going to approach a certain thing can i like batch that into i do 10 of those things in that one day yeah so you know maybe it's a case of you wanted to make however many reels then you go okay today is just my reels day yeah tomorrow is just yeah. going to be my my promo day and uploading and yeah. things rather than making one then uploading it then promoting it and then going back to the studio making another like 
batch it so that you're doing it, you know, efficiently, like you say. Yeah. I do want to jump in though and, yeah. and uh, you know, give some support for the long form yeah, content sure. because there's there's the other side of it is that you'll get people that when we're talking about DJs that love music and they want to hear and discover new music. And I think mm. there's some amazing long form content of DJs doing live sets or doing boiler rooms or mm. instances like that, where you can really engage and listen to a full DJ set and, and yeah. hear that journey and that you can't get from short form. There's Absolutely. ways of sharing music and your preferences of music. Like here's my top five tunes this yeah. month or whatever yeah. and do a quick mix of it. But that's where you can do both. Yeah. You can do a long form version that really shares your yeah. personality and your journeying in music. Yeah. And then a short one that kind of promotes that long form one. So yeah. there's definitely room for both still. It's like DJing isn't just one thing. It's like there's so many different sorts of crafts within DJing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you might get these techno DJs that play maybe 10 songs over an hour, but like the part, like the craft of mixing techno music is like, it's about those long transitions, which you couldn't fit into a minute. So, and it's about it, how people like, like we put out tutorial videos. Some mm. people learn off watching a whole 20 minute video yeah. and rather know all the ins and outs of it. People want, I, I'm a quick fix kind of person. I like my, I like to know how it works in 60 seconds. And yeah. I, you know what I mean? I've, I don't have the attention span, but a lot of people want to dive deep. And that's why we kind of have to cover all basis. And it's really, it's, it's, it's not even a stress. It's quite, it's fun thinking about all these new ideas to engage all the kind of different people who like their um, content in different ways. Yeah. And there's yeah. a thing where there's like tips versus tutorials. Right. So, you know, yeah. if you, if you want to just know what one setting is in a software, we can tell you that in 60 seconds. Yeah. But if you want to learn how to DJ and you kind of don't have much experience, then that can't be done in 60 seconds. You yeah, know, you yeah. can get tips around how to approach it, but it's not going to teach you the fundamentals and the ins and outs because, you know, when it comes to bigger skills or bigger theory or practice that you've got to come across you've got to see the mistakes you've got to see what it sounds like when it's wrong when yeah. it's right you know you've got to really understand the full spectrum of what that skill is yeah. so mm. there's definitely room for both from a tutorial perspective as well and i think another thing what a lot of our kind of community and students get stuck on is kind of that inspiration of making content um and you know, especially with, if you're thinking about, right, okay, I need to make loads of reels. I need to make like 10 or 15, but you know, what, what shall I put into it? Like, what do you guys do to find inspiration to make content? How do you, do you go out and search for it? Does it just come to you? What are the ways that, that our students or people listening to this can get that kind of inspiration to make the content? Uh, on, you go. Yeah. Well, I, I approach a lot of the content we create from an educational standpoint. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of my role here at Crossfader is I do a lot more tutorial based stuff. I mean, I do do some mixes still and some mixed breakdowns, but a lot of the content I focus on is looking at tutorials. So there's things that I'll do where I will maybe look through the features that I have in front of me yeah, on a, a controller one. and I look at the features and I go, okay, what of these features is maybe slightly uncommon or what, you know, it's, I don't see DJs touching much. And then I'll just focus on that feature and I'll think, right, how can I use my creativity and my knowledge in the industry to kind of approach this in different ways? And it just comes down to experimenting and practicing for me. Or it might be that I look at the settings in software and I, I literally start reading through the settings and think, right, that could be an interesting you know, way to use this setting. Or maybe if I change that setting, I can do something a bit differently. So from a tutorial yeah. pers perspective, I'm very much looking at the equipment, the features, the software, yeah. the hardware, and looking deeper into that. Um, another one for me is I, I listen to a lot of music 
when you know i don't dj in clubs anymore so i'm still listening to a lot of music um just on my commute you know anytime i'm still listening so yeah. and i use spotify and spotify's algorithm is great and i kind of use that to my advantage and let spotify deliver songs and i make mm. a habit of hearting those songs yeah. liking those songs mm. and then adding them to a playlist so that i've constantly got an updated playlist of my favorite music yeah. and i listen a lot to that music and then it gives me ideas to really you know divulge into yeah. what makes that song and what makes that song unique and then you just get ideas the more you listen to music you can think okay uh, there's a really cool little vocal hook there yeah. that i want to yeah. pull out or oh that's a cool melody that's just by itself i want to do something with that so when i get in the studio then i'll pull that into the software you know load a loop in and go right yeah. okay let's have a look through my other liked songs is there any that are working key okay let's just try put these together and yeah. Yeah. it evolves Th you know this leads on to i put some um questions i asked for some questions from our uh, crossfader community and at t blinking sop asks how do you go about putting together a mix for soundcloud or mixcloud or just any i assume any kind of mix how do you go about it danny um well, like Jamie says, it's like yeah. listening to a lot of music and you kind of pick out elements that you think, oh, that could sound cool with this or this and will sound good with that. And I think a lot of it from when I was doing mixes and stuff and putting them out all the time, a lot of it was just trial and error and yeah. just experimenting with things and seeing what sounded good. I mean, you might stand there for an hour and try loads of different things and nothing will work. Yeah. But it's, yeah, just giving it a go. and Yeah, we do that like a lot. Like we will yeah. we'll be like, right, we'll go film this mix now and we'll be there for two hours. Yeah. And it'll be like, it just sounds rubbish. And then we'll go sleep, come in at 9 a.m. And, and then like knock it out in like 10 minutes. It's always <laughs> the next day. Always. It's always the next day. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're like struggling to be inspired, just sleep yeah. on it and then go back to it. But yeah, in terms of getting inspiration, I, I, I get inspiration off, you know, scrolling my feed and seeing cool transitions or, mm. or themes or, you know, top, my top three drum and bass tunes this week, or, you know, just different DJs doing all different things and I'll save them mm. and I'll almost kind of like put them into series in my head. So it's like, you know, I'll do like a top five one week yeah. and then I'll do a transition one week and then I'll do a wordplay the other week and just to keep that fresh. But I'm constantly, constantly saving things on TikTok, mm. on Instagram, just to go back to. So just always use that kind of save button and that heart button. I uh, do get some inspiration from Who Sampled as well. I mean, yeah. You might have mentioned yeah. it before on the podcast, yeah. but if if not, then whosampled.com is a great website for finding those original samples from different tracks. And then that, you know, you can come up with ideas then because you can do little mini transitions, perfect for reels and mm. TikToks. So that's a really good approach. Just going back to the longer form mixes, you know, yeah. you're saying, how do you plan for like an hour long mix for Mixcloud or something? Yeah. Again, it's going back to like, where's your passion in music? But then mm. creating an order is always that tricky thing of like, you know, where do I want to order these tracks? Yeah. Um, and from like an electronic or dance or house music perspective, I really look at the energy first. So mm. I feel the energy of the tracks and I try to create a bit of a journey on the energy. It doesn't always mean you have to start with like the slow down tempo to start with and yeah. then finish as you know high and energetic as possible. But you've got to choose a journey. So maybe it starts slow and it picks up and then goes back down again. Maybe mm. it starts quite intense, but yeah. then you mellow out and then you pick it back up again. You know, there's not a right or wrong in that sense, but think about the energy of the mm. music and start putting it in a bit of an order and then look at the BPMs and the keys. If yeah. you're playing a lot of like electronic or techno music, then the BPMs are all going to be very similar. So you want to look at the keys in particular and make sure that it's harmonically going to yeah. work yeah, as yeah. well. And then there's challenges you come across whereby like 
you know, you want to get from one track to another. It doesn't harmonically mix, but yeah. you feel like but your you still set want needs to. to go that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's things where I look at, okay, there's there's different um, harmonic mixing techniques. Like there's one in our DJ hub that we've covered called Energy Boost Mixing, yeah. um, which shows you a new way to kind of mix between, you know, tracks that don't mix traditionally in the harmonic way. But with this rule that we've put in the DJ Hub, you boost the energy of the set. And it's actually a creative technique you can use. So, yeah, if you want to check that out, you can go over to our DJ Hub on our website. Um, it's a membership platform with hundreds of tutorials, mixed breakdowns, and loads of things like we've just been talking about. Yeah. Um, we have a new piece of equipment upstairs in the office. We haven't tested it fully, fully, but it sounds great. Do you want to tell us what it is? Yeah, so we've got a Soundbox Go. Yeah. Now, if anyone's a frequent viewer of our YouTube and, yeah. and our channel, then we you are big seen... fans of Soundbox. Yeah. Yeah, we reviewed their original Soundbox two or three. I think yeah. it was the big beast of a thing, and they came in really useful during COVID. Actually, we all yeah. took yeah. one home. We had one each, and we all kind of had them at home. Um, so it was really cool. Yeah, yeah I love I love the brand. They yeah, the, the whole branding of... is just amazing. Yeah, just nailed it. They are the Apple of speakers. Yeah. yeah, they're just Absolutely. so cool, and yeah, they pack a punch. But their USP is that they're battery powered, so they're yeah. these big, powerful speakers, like proper PA speakers, but they're battery powered. So yeah. you can take them out on on the road with you. You can take them to you know a skate park. You can take them, you know, with your yeah. mates out to the park. Yeah. So but this new one is a smaller version. It's a smaller version. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. it still packs a huge punch. Mm. It's designed so it's got a shoulder strap, so you can literally carry it yeah. around. The other ones were too big to, to be mobile with, but this one, you can be a bit more mobile with it. You still wouldn't yeah. want to go on a hike with it, but, yeah. you know, I it will. means ask, that... Ask Sua, are you probably... Yeah, yeah you probably <laughs> will, yeah. I always thought it was crazy when we'd go to Rice Festival in the Alps and we'd see them with the backpack, like, have oh, the yeah, speakers yeah, mounted yeah, on the back, yeah. and then they'd, like, ski down the mountain, and I'm like... That's, it's crazy enough skiing as it is. I won't want to do it without my back. <laughs> so th this product will be much easier to do stuff like that because you'll yeah. get yeah. enough power that you need for things like that. Or if you're just DJing, you know, in a park with some mates sat around, this is more than enough power and it fits in your car much easier than the big one did. Mm. The big one is much more like go to a location, set it up, and then you're done. Yeah. Whereas this is more mobile. And the great thing about Soundbox is you can link multiple ones together and it uses this technology called SCAR technology which yeah. basically means it's low latency between the speakers so you can't wirelessly link your controller to the speaker you still have to plug the controller in but then if if you want to have three of these speakers or you've got three mates you can join them all together and there's very very minimal latency between them yeah. which is amazing for a total mm. wireless so you could have one at one side of the room one at another you have one in a different room like and yeah. really fill a house party with them so yeah, yeah. the plan is to take one to somewhere around local local where we are yeah into a park or something and just have a rave <laughs> yeah. a daytime yeah. rave when it's when it's summertime yeah um the other thing that's interesting is with this speaker they're also launching this new service which oh, yeah. we need to look into a bit more and we're going to be covering in sort of a, a review of it but they're launching like a streaming service within the speaker so it becomes almost like a radio like a dab radio but mm -hmm. the streaming what's being streamed is actually live club events on a friday and saturday night so they're going to have big djs and clubs around the world mm. streaming their dj sets like through the soundbox speaker and through this new platform which i think is quite a cool approach yeah, like, it is, yeah. you know it turns your speaker into more than just you know uh, speak for you to play your music you could just turn it on and tune into you know one of your favorite djs at the other side of the world smashing out some tunes yeah, you know, yeah. in a huge club so very sure. interesting approach mm. so we wanted to give our regular podcast listeners a 
bit of a discount code for listening and tuning in with us every week. So if you're listening to this now and you want to learn some new skills, whether you're on Rekordbox, Serato, whether you're dead on Pioneer, if you want to learn how to mix hip-hop, transitions, um, then go to wearecrossfader.co.uk and use the code off the record for a 20% discount. Sweet. <laughs> right, I've got some questions on set. So the last couple of questions from our Crossfader community is from at C-Roy, and he says, is there a way to export playlists from Rekordbox to Serato? Now, this is a good one because recently I've just got a new MacBook, finally, and I've been cleaning my library. Oh, he's not going to have laggy screens on YouTube. He's not going to have laggy screens, <laughs> and I'm going to be able to use more streaming because streaming was taking long. Yeah. So, yeah, brand new. It's a new, it's a new me, guys. Um, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm tidying up my uh, playlist. And I, we did a video a while ago on 10 best DJ websites. And this was one of them that we kind of did. a I did a quick couple of minutes on, but I need to do a full, full video because I found that this is an amazing bit of software. It's kind of like the Swiss Army knife, knife of like DJ software apps. Mm. And this thing does everything. It literally can convert Rekordbox to Serato. It can convert Serato to Rekordbox tractor to record box in like minutes it can fix your library uh, it can find duplicates and you can delete them it can find all the songs that you've never even played before just delete them it'll change all your prefixes so if you've got you know dash you know beyonce dash crazy in love dash blah 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 it can just automatically fix them and just tidy up your library like within seconds yep. and it just does millions and millions of things really really well so some point this week i need to do a full uh, review of it but it's quite easy to see on the website what it does it is a monthly subscription um, and it is now called lexicon but if you go to record.cloud it will take you there and there's video tutorials and demos about everything that they do on there so go check it out it is like the perfect library management system that you're probably going to hear us talk about loads and loads in the future it's, um, it's amazing that tools like this, yeah. you know, you hear of them, you're like, why didn't we have these like 10 yeah. years ago? Oh and God. you just think all the, all the times where you go through like, what well, you know, I can't find music because it's, it's titled stupidly like, yeah. you yeah. know, and there's so many times that you think this would have been yeah. game and then, changer. And all, all them songs you've downloaded over the years that you've never, ever played, but you can't, you know, yeah. to, to take the time and go and find and just take, it just take ages and all the kind of like, links on all like the website links in the comments and things <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean yeah so, if any of you are using a dodgy service to rip off your yeah team, it's got all yeah, the links and so you can just you can just delete them with like one click it's like it's an amazing thing go and check it out but but buy your music people <laughs> yes, buy your music um our final question is i want to become a more every full-time dj but at the minute i'm balancing my work with my job you know how can i find the time um to kind of fit in my passion whilst you know working a job and it kind of goes on to what we were talking about earlier it's kind of working efficiently mm. and it's kind of that thing of don't be put off by thinking you're gonna have to make hours and hours of mixes when you can kind of work more efficiently and do two things at once by making an hour mix and cutting that down into one minute sections for your different social media and then like speaking to the right people isn't it, it yeah. you know yeah. define define what you actually kind of want to do do i want to work in a bar do i want to work in a club mm. am i a student dj do i want to do you know brit pop indie at my local bar 
you know, you need to define what you kind of want to do. And if it's about making money, you need to find out the places you want to be at. Do you yeah. think? Do you think is this question about do where do I find the time to practice? I think or so. Where do I, I, think I find it's hand in hand? You know, am yeah. I gonna you know stop my job and then try and work as a full time yeah. DJ? Because I think they're two different things. Yeah, true. Like we could yeah. go all Gary V on people and be like, yeah. "Have you got a Netflix subscription? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cancel yeah. it now." <laughs> like, yeah. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you're sitting and watching an hour of TV every night, you can buy that time back very, yeah. very easily. That you is know, true. Yeah. Uh, me for example, I, I found that i was just not you know doing much productive between the hours of nine and 11 at night yeah i was sort of either watching tv or just yep. getting ready to go to bed so i decided to go to bed at nine yeah. and I, i'm now getting up at five yeah, and i've yeah. got an hour i bought myself an hour mm. or an hour and a half in the morning to do what i want to do for myself yeah now i know you can't maybe go blast some tunes out at half five in the morning yeah. but, but you can um, plan but you can plan, yeah. yeah. You know, there's times where you can sort of buy back that time. We only have 24 hours a day, so it's figuring out yeah. how you want to allocate those hours. And, and yes, it is hard. I think it's more like the thought that stops people. There's like there's yeah. almost like too many ideas and too yeah. many things. Because if, you, if, you're, if you're scrolling on Instagram and seeing, you know, there's so many hardworking DJs out there that are just constantly pulling out content. Yeah. And I think yeah. that if you see somebody, you know, with like 60 reels in the space of a month yeah and you think i, I just can't i just yeah. don't have time for that you just have to take it like a step by step yeah like like one thing at a time yeah. really i do relate I, with this though yeah. like because i spend a lot of time at home making music because i'm yep. really trying to get better at producing and like i have done for the past few years but it's like you know sometimes you'll you'll come home and it's like with anything you'll practice and sometimes you might not get anything out of it so like i'll sit there for a few hours and think oh well i haven't made anything but then you got to think you've still spent those hours doing it. So sure. you have got better. Sure. It's like, you've not wasted your time. At least you're still doing it. So even if you're just doing it, then it's, it's still better than not having to like come out with anything sometimes, you know what I mean? For sure. And then again, batching your time. Like imagine if you spent just one evening in the week to plan out like a few yeah. mixes, yeah. just get some set lists together. And then you spent one Saturday a month or one Sunday a month when you're not working yeah. to film as much as you can. Yeah. A whole day, do a full day, but it's one day a month, mm. right? Yeah. That one day of one day of work and one evening of work towards your hobby could create you content to last a whole month. So yeah. one day of work could make a month's worth of content mm. if you plan it and, and, and are efficient towards your approach to it. Um, so there's loads of things like this that you can really like reframe and it's just, it's getting over that overwhelm. It's like the overwhelm. Yeah. It's the overwhelm, yeah. Mm. Great advice, guys. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Off The Record Podcast. We have some quite cool guests coming up as well. So stay tuned for next week thanks thank for listening you. thank you see you soon bye